Neutral Ground by Isabella Tom. There are two social groups in a young girl's new school, a predominantly Asian one and a predominantly white group. Well, which should the young girl join if she is both Asian and Caucasian? Where would she fit in? How might her choice affect her? Hi, my name is Isabella, and I'll be sharing my experience on where I decided to fit in as a biracial kid at a school where groups are normally and intentionally separated by race. Rarely do the two groups support each other, though that changes when the boys play against the girls in a friendly game of dodgeball. My school, Pinewood, is a private school in Los Altos Hills, California, with around 60 kids per grade. I joined Pinewood in kindergarten, and my first day was when I made my first friendship. Arriving in the theater for morning assembly, I sat down behind my class marker and waited for the other students to arrive. I was relatively calm, but another girl was not. Sitting right next to me was a girl with medium length black hair and fair porcelain skin who was crying. I leaned over and tried to comfort her while my mom assured her and her mom that it would be okay, saying, Isabella will be your friend. I didn't know her background, but I didn't care. After our moms left, we sat in the theater hugging each other, and eventually we introduced ourselves and became friends. It turned out she wasn't frightened. She just really missed her preschool friends. Now, in seventh grade, I have a large group of about 20 friends, almost all of whom are Asian. These friendships have led me to starting to take in more of an interest in Asian culture, especially my music tastes. Over the past two years, I have enjoyed discovering the never-ending loop known as K-pop, thanks to that same first friend. Her family is Korean, and she and her parents would often talk about K-pop groups, BTS, or Blackpink, but normally only BTS, during our frequent playdates. One day, I decided to look up Blackpink, and I really admired how the members were so good at dancing. I also loved the choreography, so I decided to try K-pop dancing myself. Now I can't stop myself from learning new dance moves, and I've come to realize that my new appreciation of K-pop has completely expanded my choreography skills and taken my dance capabilities to a new level. In fact, I feel my growing passion is partially responsible for earning a spot on my dance school's competition team. There is another side to me, however, that is unconnected to my Asian friends and Asian culture my love of horses and horse jumping. My love of horses began when I turned five and had a birthday party at Webb Ranch in Portola Valley, California. I had such a good time at my party that I decided to invite my friends to my eighth birthday party at the exact same place. At the conclusion of this later party, I knew I just had to start taking riding lessons. Four years, numerous horse shows, and my own horse later, I find there is a major part of me that has nothing to do with Asian culture or friends. So, I have to ask myself, will I continue to deepen my connection to Asian culture because of my friends' influence? Or will I find new interests that are unrelated? Do I have to choose a side? Am I open to exploring new things? I know I am very influenced by my friends due to the kindness and sense of humor that radiates off of our circle. But. I like myself. I like that I haven't chosen a side and that I stand on neutral ground. It makes me unique. So I think I will continue to explore my choices and find the deeper meaning behind them. Did you have a similar experience in school when you were growing up? And 
or are you continuing to explore the choices before you? I encourage you to do so. If you are hearing this, you've made it to the end of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in today to Neutral Ground. I hope you have an amazing day.